0: Hey gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. So go ahead and you know let us know who you are and a little bit about what
1: you do. Okay, thanks for having me. (laughs) I'm Dr. Vivian Rodriguez. I'm an educational psychologist, I'm a blogger, an educator, and a coach. And um, you know, ma- mainly my content, I talk about uh, like affordable style, you know, creating and mental health. I started blogging um, around two, 2016 after my 40th birthday. And um, kind of the impetus was I wanted to have a space to be creative, try something different. I had already been an educational psychologist for over a decade. so I, you know, my kids were, getting older, just figured it would be something um, fun to do. So I started doing that. And at first it was just like pictures, like mirror selfies with a laundry basket in the background looking really sloppy. Um, But it was just outfits. And um, after that, about two years in um, to blogging, I launched a podcast called Don't Mix In. And then with that, I started to kind of blend more of the mental health and other kind of topics having a little bit more substance, and um, I was uh, also pursuing my doctorate. So I already earned my doctorate in educational leadership, and um, you know, in my day job, I run a program for students with emotional and behavioral disabilities. So that's been something I've been doing, and I love. So yeah, so I just I like to create content to have something that um, kind of represents women in a different way. And, you know, as a mid size, sometimes plus size um, woman and a woman with, you know, different responsibilities, trying to show that we can still talk about style and substance.
0: I love it. And your whole feed is like so gorgeous. You know, I'm like, wow, I'm going to get my life together. (laughs) (laughs) So you are a woman who wears many hats, it sounds like, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, educational psychology and, Blogging, podcasting, and so how is it that you, you know, find some level of harmony within all of that? I don't know about balance, but maybe mm-hmm. some harmony with all of the hats that you wear. Right. Um, and, you know, just like your your own wellness.
1: Yeah. You know, I think for me what's been important is I, I prioritize my time. I keep my social circle really small. Um, a lot of my images are with my sister. She does like film editing and, and so she's very detail oriented and we just make a day of it. We just go and she'll do, we'll do a shoot and take pictures and then we'll go get lunch or something. And then sometimes I just do them myself or my teenage daughter has helped me do them. But um, I, you know, you can't do everything and, um, and I don't want to do everything. So I just had to kind of prioritize the way I spend my time and I I like blogging. I like creating it's something I can control, you know, in terms of the pacing of it and how much I do. Um, I know there's, you know, there's some people who are creating content like crazy. I can't do that because, you know, I have my other responsibilities. So I think it's just, I kind of, it kind of ebbs and flows and I go with it. So there's times that I will create more because I'm really, you know, in a, in a mood and, and getting a lot of ideas. And I I take advantage of that time and and write those ideas down in my notes of my phone or just, you know, batch content during that time. And then there's times where I need a break from it. Um, And then I like, you know, kind of focusing a lot more on my day job where it kind of gives me balance. So I'm not like worried about, oh, this dress or a belt. I'm worried about like people's lives, you know, stuff that's, that, you know, matters in a a different way. Um, so, So for me, it's just been, um, kind of paying attention to when, uh, I'm needing a break from, from either. And, and I feel like it kind of fills my cup.
0: I love that. You have already dropped so many gems. I'm oh. over here taking notes. So everyone that's listening, the whole tribe, we're all students in this tribe. So, you know, if you have not yet gotten your notebook out and started jotting down what resonates with you, um, now's the time. Okay. Don't, don't be scared to go back and listen to it again. But, you know, you mentioned some things that I think are really key to being able to, to sustain anything, mm-hmm. whether it's your relationships or work or the balance of it all yeah. um, as you mentioned one keeping your social circle really small two you can't do everything and mm-hmm. then three things ebb and flow and you have to go with it so um, as we kind of go down those three maybe a little bit more um, for you what what is the significance of keeping your social circle small because I feel like sometimes people maybe it's because of fomo uh-huh. or um, wanting to be accepted or something like people want to have so many friends. And I ask the question of kids when I in the school that I work at, and also my adult clients, like, how many friends do you feel like you need? Because relationships are a lot of work. So yeah, you yeah. keeping your social circle
1: small. You know, well, you know, you you will probably understand going to graduate school and getting you know other degrees. It takes your time, and so you kind of see who's still around. When you are consumed by your education. So I have friends that, you know, do the same thing, they're educational psychologists, so they get it, or we just mesh really well where they don't, they they expect what I can give, you know, I don't feel like um, they're asking me to do something that they know I can't, um, and, and vice versa and i think that i also you know my family is is a lot of what my social circle is too and it's i'm fine some people that doesn't work for them because of the dynamics in their family or at their distance but i live 5 minutes away from my my parents so i have you know that support system as well i also think it's important that i don't really um i don't say i don't care what people think i'm just not too preoccupied by that by that and my friends know that um so that helps me be able to create and take chances with content. So when I started four years ago, a lot of people were not, you know, around me blogging or Instagram. It was, it was popular, but not everybody was doing influencing yet. And so people, you know, some people were scratching their head, like, what, what is she doing? And I was, I was okay with that. I just like, whatever. And they kind of like, they know I'm going to do what I'm going to do anyway, you know? And so, um, having less opinions and less white noise, I think that helps you be a little more settled in and takes, take more risks and enjoy, creating and, um, and without, without the worry about judgment and and that sort of thing. So I think that's like a big piece for me. I just don't, I don't get too concerned as long as I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not preoccupied with the opinions of others.
0: I love it. That's really, I think that's going to be really helpful. Now you also mentioned you can't do everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that everything that you've mentioned is not like rocket science, (laughs) but I think that sometimes it's helpful to have the reminders and to hear someone else say it um, that we would look at and maybe make certain perceptions about. And so I think that maybe even more specifically, women oftentimes feel a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. to be able to juggle a lot. And then women of color, you know what I mean? Uh, BIPOC women, uh, maybe even more so have this level of pressure as far Mm -hmm. as, you know, carrying weight on our shoulders to do a lot. And so you mentioning like you can't do everything and that you have your sister who can help you with certain stuff and, Uh um, you know, whatever that might look like for somebody. Speak to a person that, you know, um maybe they learned growing up that they had to do it all, you yeah, know. or you know that they can rely on other yeah. people, I you mean, say.
1: Yeah, I think that I ca- I got to that conclusion after um having situations where my body was like, No, you can't mm. do everything. You know, like getting carpal tunnel at like thirty one and mm. you know, not officially, but having to wear like a brace and look like Darth Vader, you know? Like that's not cute. <laughs> Okay. That didn't go with your your outfit. No, which is not, it's too not, stylish. for that. Not not cute. So you know your body will tell you, like, knock it off. You need to relax, and you have to think about why do you want to do everything. You know, and then and then it, it turns out we're not going to do a lot of stuff well. Hmm. So I think it's important to just again. Um, I didn't. This wasn't overnight. It was over time where I was like, oh, maybe I need to not be doing X, Y, and Z. And, um, and I think not hustle, hustle for your worthiness, hustle for your value. And we do have a lot of models of women, um, mm. the generation right before me, where you, you're doing everything for everybody and, you know, getting your nails done or your hair done is seen as kind of like, oh, that's, you know, being vain, you know, like, why are you doing something for yourself? And, mm. um, what I think it's great about this era is that there is more like self-care is normalized, um, being, um, you know, accessing counseling is getting to be normalized. Not completely, but it's getting better where it's not where people are like, oh, you know, you're crazy. No, you just need to talk to somebody and and process some things. Um, so, but again, I think the the first thing was like, I had to stop worrying about what other people think. That that's, you know, and and I think when you free yourself of that, you can really think about how do I want to spend my time? And it can change. There might be times where you, want to uh, create more content, or you want to really dig in deep, if you're, you know, in a service um, type of industry, um, like mental health and all that, and um, helping and helping people, you want to get into that, like when I was doing my doctorate. So, but yeah, doing it all just means you're going to burn yourself out. And then you, you don't enjoy it, you know, because you're not fully present.
0: I love that you mentioned that. Doing it all is just going to lead you to burnout land and mm-hmm. nobody knows that. Burnout is also not cute.
1: No, so. It's not cute. It's hard and you can't fake it, you know? Um mm-hmm. with any of these types of jobs, uh, the helping profession or creating content, people can tell if you're kind of like vacant and something's going on. It'll come through.
0: Wow. So the last thing that you had kind of mentioned before we switch gears was that things will ebb and flow mm-hmm. and that you go with it but i think that what happens is in life things will ebb and flow i.e. 2020 yeah. and we will resist the flow and mm-hmm. the ebb yeah. so how is it that you've learned i'm sure this was a process over time yeah. how is it the- learn to maybe let go or, or not be resistant, um, in times that things ebb and flow?
1: Right. You know, I think that, well, first, um, you know, and I think my listeners and my podcast and my feed, they know I was married before and I got divorced and you know, you don't get married thinking you're getting a divorce, but that didn't go as planned. So mm-hmm. I think when you have a few things that don't go as planned and you realize it's okay um, yeah. that'll, that'll kind of free you from that, you know? And then the other thing is sometimes, um, we want to force the timing and if, if we let it just be, we'll realize that the timing, uh, you know, the way it kind of works out is better for us, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, but, but I think it just comes with over time having situations that you had no control over really, and things did not work out the way you wanted them and you have to learn to accept it. And, and be okay with it and be like, you know, what if, okay, let's say this didn't happen and it happened the way I wanted something else could happen. I get hit by a car, <laughs> you know, because wow. I was, yeah. So I, I really feel like being okay with the things, the way things are un, unfolding, being patient with yourself and, um, and not taking things too seriously too is, is what, what helps, you know? Um, and I think working in the helping profession and seeing, you know, youth, Um, be resilient or evolve or or struggle. And then you see them change and you, you realize like things take time and it's okay. And if I would have pushed on something or if they would have pushed on something, things would not worked out the way, you know, that um, they really need to, you know, and you, you miss some gifts by, by pushing too much.
0: Wow, I love that you mentioned that because I I do work at a school, and what I recognized because that was the first time I worked in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe with my my set of awareness that I have now, um, and so I would be doing recess duty and watching mm-hmm. the kids play, having a good time. And you know, a kid will get hit in the head with a ball. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like you're watching the ball fly, and you're like, no, yeah, <laughs> and you and you look at them, and they're they're like, look at you, and you're like, wait. Going on here. Uh And then they're like, they're fine. And then they keep running and playing with their friends. And I'm like, wow you know yeah. what I mean and then time I got hit with a ball <laughs> and I was yeah, like to oh no <laughs> and then I that's as it. an adult like, hated. <laughs> I'm like I have like playground PTSD you know yeah. what I mean I'm like I'm yeah. just gonna stay around the edges but kids are so resilient and if we mm-hmm. could tap into some of you know the resilience that we had as children mm-hmm. um, I think that it would serve us really well as adults yeah they
1: just don't have the same agenda we have They don't have the stuff that we have, Mm -hmm. you know, we're like, I got to do it this way. The person's looking at me there, you know, they, they have a little bit of that in terms of like social pressure, but they just don't have the same like intense agenda that if we don't Mm -hmm. do this by this time, like the timeline that especially women have, um, or gets imposed on them, you know, kids don't have that, that kind of, you know, nonsense going on. So, um, it, it lets them just be. You know, and they can be fully present um, more than, than we can. We kind of lose that over time because we kind of start getting caught up.
0: Ooh, the agenda, that the timelines. Yeah. That's a whole different podcast episode yeah. in it.
1: yeah
0: um so if you would like to share real quick about affordable fashion because um you know i do talk a lot about mental health and money the crossover of those two things and a lot of you know a lot of my listeners are millennials they're also creative so they might be in front of a camera they might be trying to grow you know their small business and whatnot for you um what does affordable fashion look like
1: I think the first thing is making sure you find things that work for your your body frame. I wouldn't even say your weight or whatever, just the way your mm-hmm. your kind of your body's put together. <laughs> so making sure you find pieces that you feel good in and the way you could find that out is you put something on and you go walk around and be out and, and you notice how you feel in it and how people respond to you too. Um, you know, so I just, i I have kind of different items that I know for sure that work for me, like a wrap style top, for instance, or a wrap style mm-hmm. dress. And then you just start to kind of replicate that you have, you create like little kind of uniforms in a sense of things that, you know, that go and work for you. And then I think you find colors that, you know, light you up the colors that you tend to be drawn to, to decorate your, your space. You know, um, and I think just being mindful of that so that you open your closet and you have a bunch of different kind of combinations of things you can put together. And I, you know, I used to be in a position where I supervised psychologists and I was using I was wearing stuff that was more expensive because I was in a different type of role. And um so I had to kind of redo my wardrobe when I changed um jobs and, and working more at a school site because you know, things can happen or things can get dirty. Um so I think it's just kind of getting away from the labels, but more on the fit, the fabric, how it falls on your frame. Um, and then just having like some good, you know, basics that you can go back to that you can mix and match in different ways. But um, I'm not like into like fast fashion too much. It's just, again, just making sure things work for you and, you know, being uh, open to thrifting too is, is something that I think is, is worthwhile as well. I love that.
0: Those are all really great tips. I think that um everyone listening can use. So, in your journey as far as, you know, you're wearing the multiple hats, you find balance and cuz not everybody wants to just do the influencer or, you know, social media online presence thing, mm-hmm. right? Um you've you've got your day job and for someone who's trying to decide you know, whether they want to live in both lands or one or the other, what would you suggest? Like, have you ever gotten to the point where you're like, eh, I know you said you take breaks, but have Mm -hmm. you felt like maybe I need to let go of, of one of these things?
1: No, I haven't. Um, and yeah, it's interesting because I see some people, they kind of cross over. I love my job. Um, and I like the people I work with. I, I find purpose in it. And I feel like um, having both makes me better at both, if that makes sense. Because yeah. I, you know, the, um, you know, being a, a service provider, working in mental health, that can be taxing, and it can be pretty intense. And there's, you know, there's some sad stories, too. Right. So I feel like then having something creative, un- unrelated to, to that, um, that I can take chances, and, and, and I can kind of, it's my own thing, um, helps me be better um, as an educational psychologist. And then I think having the depth of having a job that is, is totally different and it's working with people and, and trying to, to help others have, you know, better their lives in a sense. Um, I think that makes me, um, kind of a more interesting influencer because at my captions, I can talk about things Mm -hmm. with confidence, you know, um, in terms of mental health or self-care, um, you know, creating a space for yourself—that that sort of thing. So I, I don't—I don't see myself getting to a point that I'm going to let go of one or the other, um, because I'm—I'm. I'm, but I know there's some people that that is what their goal is, you know, um, sort of thing. I think you need to think about what would you do for free. And for me, I would be—I can be super, you know, into reading an article about um, self-regulation and, um, you know, mental health. And I could be excited about going to Target, you know? <laughs> so, so those, I, I yeah, if it's things that you would just do for free. I think you're fine, you know, and, and staying like, what's your North star? My North star is making sure that women go on my site and go, Oh, Hey, cool. I could wear that, you know, and it looks accessible, accessible to them. Or it makes them feel like they're not alone, like the topic of not having children. I have kids, but, I, you know, I have people around who don't have kids. And I think it's fine. There's no reason to have kids if you don't want them, you know, mm-hmm. or if it's not going to work for you. So so that's what I, I I feel like, just kind of being clear on your North Star, um, you know, and, and then, yeah, if one seems like it's not filling your cup, then yeah, let it go. But for now, both are filling my cup. Pretty well so I love that I appreciate you for sharing I, I think
0: that you know the more that conversations like this can occur and people can hear the variety of different perspectives mm-hmm. and stories that are out there uh, the more that they can maybe find their North star because maybe some people don't even know you know what it is yeah. like what it is they're looking for it um, but I think that these conversations will jog the brain to to start mm-hmm. getting more like you mentioned and figure out you know what your what your harmony looks like within this wild world that we live in. Yeah
1: yeah I mean and it could change right over time it can change depending on um you know your life kind of dynamics maybe you get married you have kids and then you're you it changes a little bit but um but I think overall again if you're kind of really clear with your purpose you you can do both things you know and, and it can be okay. It's just you may not skyrocket you know, with the influencing as quickly. If you're not for me, like, you know, it's four years I've been doing it and i now I'm getting a lot more incoming brand deals. Um, I'd say like the last like year and a half. And prior to that I wasn't getting as much, but you know, I wasn't I was working through a doctorate. You know, come on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just
0: just getting a doctorate. Nothing Yeah, could be a break. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. I appreciate you so much. Let us know, you know, where we can support you, where are you most active on social? And sure. obviously where your podcast can be um accessed so that the tribe yeah. can come and find you.
1: Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at LiveByViv. And then my blog is also Live by Viv. And then the podcast is called Don't Mix In. It can be found anywhere you find your podcasts.
0: Mm-hmm. I appreciate you so much. Nothing but gratitude um, you know, for what you do. And I think this year, especially anyone that I talk to that's in mental health, I'm just like, thank you. You know, <laughs> cause it's, it's been a wild year for everybody, yeah. but you know, anyone that I know that's in mental health, I'm just like, thank you so much for the work mm-hmm. that you do all the time, but especially, you know, this year with everything going on. And so I do appreciate you and, and what you seek to do in the world, just finding where, you oh. know, your area of impact is yeah. and thriving in that space.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for having me.